Welcome to Wind Down Wednesday with TT from the D. I'm your host, TT, and I want to thank you in advance for stopping by on this Wind Down Wednesday. There are several other podcast shows you could have tapped into, but you chose to unwind and relax and chill with us. And so, with that being said, I wish to say thank you. TT from the D podcast show features a wide range of guests that include community leaders, entertainers, authors, business professionals, and entrepreneurs. And their target audience is vast, but something for everyone. We enjoy providing a platform to inspire, encourage, and empower people while adding laughter and excitement to their evenings. What other place can you get that at when you're unchilling and unwinding? Right? You said unchilling? Yeah, right? You're chilling, unchill. Okay, that's a joke. Anyway, but tonight's hot topic I am super excited to talk about is Are you living an Abigail type of life? Now, I know that topic, that title alone took you for a loop, especially those that I let know. Like, I'm going to be talking about Abigail from the Bible. Some folks were forced to have to brush up on their knowledge because she is a heroic woman from the Bible. Not really talked about like Mary Magdalene and Eve and people like that. The names that we're familiar with, Ruth, you know, yeah. So we're not talking about the typical biblical women, but we're talking about women like you and me. We have the Abigail spirit. Perhaps some have the Jezebel spirit. But on tonight, we're going to talk about are you living an Abigail type of life? And we're also going to drop five things all women can learn from Abigail in the Bible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I'll give you, it is, I wouldn't consider it a fun fact, but I'll give you a big fact, which helps us to have a better understanding about who Abigail was. So we're going to get the five checkpoints out of the way. Grab your libation sit back and relax or your tea or your water or your cup of coffee whatever it is because I don't want you to have cotton mouth and I don't want you to have a perched type of desire I want you to be able to kick your feet up after a long day in school or work after you've put the children to bed or you could be taking a long drive into work who knows what your schedule is looking like but I want to give you these five key points right these are things that we can learn from Abigail in the Bible All right. Now, pause. Let's table that. And let's focus on Abigail's favor. If we focus on that, there's a couple of scriptures. We'll 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 just go back and we'll bring that in. Okay, but we're going to start out with those five key facts. Right. One, don't let fear hold you back. You have to keep moving. Move forward. Now, we don't want you to move backwards. We don't want you to move side to side. We need you to move forward with God's courage, wisdom, mercy, and grace attached in your spiritual backpack. You can't lose. You can only win. Two, be humble and kind. Seek peace with those around you. Even that crazy relative, even that crazy friend, even that bipolar relative, even that bipolar friend, even that zany relative, even that zany friend, even a hostile relative, even a hostile friend, even that over the rainbow, I'm filled with excitement relative or that friend. You get what I'm saying? 
there's a different type of person in each and every one of us. And we have to learn to meet people where they are. Okay? We have to learn to meet people exactly where they are. Now, do you have to meet them and stay there? No, you don't. That's not what we're saying. We're saying meet them where they are. People have a capacity. Our pastor, shout out to Pastor Kyrie. He's taught us over the last several years that you have to meet people where they are, but you also have to understand that the capacity in which you could obtain and store data and information may not be the same capacity death that I might have and vice versa. So we got to meet people where they are. That don't mean you got to stay there. You meet them where they are. I'm not going to say come down to their level. I'm not saying that because that means that you think that you are mightier or holier than thou. And none of us are perfect. We have to remember that. That's a side point. That's a nugget. That's a bonus. None of us are holier than thou. None of us are exceptionally awesome over the moon. We all have flaws. We're like clay. God is constantly molding us every single day. And yes, you whipping yourself into shape too. You have a lot to do with your outcome. But God is his favor. It's his mercy. It's his grace. Don't forget that. Number three, our words and actions are powerful. You've heard that there's power in the tongue. There's there's life and there's death in the power of the tongue. Speak life. Shout out to Letitia Nicole Beatty. The guru of Speak Life Ministries, she's amazing and it's something that I've always known, but to hear it, see, the more you hear something, the more you become a believer. Just thought I'd share that with you. Number four, a true warrior is loyal and faithful and always thinking of others before themselves. See, that was Abigail's mindset. That was her mindset. Do a little bit of research. I'm not going to give you a Bible lesson because this is not the Bible experience. But if you get your trusty Bible, some of you have to blow dust off of it. Some of you have to unpack it. Some of you have to go and get one. And some of you could just go to your smartphone if you have a smartphone and pull it up and look up Abigail. Who was Abigail in the Bible? What characteristic traits could I mimic myself with compared to? Right. Okay. Number five. Remember, God will fight for you and you're never alone. Now, I know we all live different types of lifestyles, yet we are all connected through some of the same toxicity. We may live on different battlefields, but we often fight the same type of battles. Gotta get a witness. I wish I could know if you was tapping, thumbs up, fist up, hand up. Of course, this is, you know, a live but it's a recorded by the time you get this it's a recorded show it's live for me right now and I'm living in my moment I'm walking in my truth if you're not able to testify at this juncture in life that's okay keep living hopefully you'll sooner than later know the understanding the true meaning of God is always with us and you are never alone I'm willing to bet You've heard the cliche saying, God is not the author of fear. I was taught that pretty much most of my life. And I find myself often encouraging other people, my family members, my friends, my coworkers, my former classmates, and even sometimes strangers on the street because I'm an empath. If you know me personally, you know I'm an empath, but I'm not your typical empath. Let's be clear. But I'm always finding myself reminding them that we can go to the sunken place, but we can't stay there. It's important to acknowledge how you're feeling. Hell, cry if you must, scream if you dare. Now I bet you're saying to yourself, 
Why you say dare, TT? I say that because some people have a hard time crying out loud in front of a person or people worried about judgment. Someone told someone along the life journey in our past, which was a lie, that it makes you weak and less than a man if you're a male. Look like a sissy or things like that to cry or a punk. No, it doesn't. Let me ask you this question. This is rhetorical. Of course, it's rhetorical because I can't ask you and you answer me back. If you step on a nail, you may not cry, but you will more than likely want to cry and scream. And if God forbid you ever get stabbed or you've been stabbed, if you ever get shot or you've been shot, hurt in an accident, watch someone you love die right before your very eyes. Or got some earth-shaking news that shook you to your core. Chances are you cried. Or you will cry. And that, my friend, sir, ma'am, that simply makes you human. I don't know if you remember. I don't know if you recognize. I don't know if you've heard. I don't know if you even recall that we are simple spirits having a human experience. And I believe it's true when they say God can do in just a moment what will take some of us a lifetime to do. If ever. And I know you heard the cliche. Our time is not God's time. God's time is not our time. But let me be clear about this. God's time will be the time. In which we will do what he says. Because it's already been written. This life has already been foretold. In Abigail's story. It reminds us again that God sees the heart of man. And he works powerfully on behalf of us every single day. When we're resting. When we think we're doing in our presence, outside of our presence. He chooses people, known and unknown, to make a miracle work, to give messages to us. Have you ever took the time or recall saying a prayer, asking God to give you revelation or asking God to give you a sign? And then God did that in a non-popular way. And you thought to yourself, now, some of you gave God that credit. Like me, I'll look up, point like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Right? Some of y'all think you did that or somebody just did it. Man did it. Yes, because God will use man. Don't you know God will use your enemy to bless you? And if you don't know, you better recognize, go and thumb back. Thumb back some of the pages of your life chapters and see, didn't God use some people that counted you out? Now, remember, it's a choice. It's not a demand. It's a choice. And we each have the freedom of choice each and every day that we rise. When your feet hit the ground, sir, ma'am, boy, girl, you're making the decision on what you want to do most of the time. And I was in a training today and I heard something that was really profound to me. Might not mean nothing to you, but it meant everything to me. Someone said in an icebreaker, when I get up in the morning, I don't think about what I have to do. I think about what I get to do. Hallelujah. For some, we get out the bed, we swing our feet, they touch the floor, we walk into the bathroom, we go downstairs, upstairs, go get ready for school, work, or just get ready for the day. Think about that man, that woman, that boy, that girl that needs help sitting up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Think about that man or woman that sits up, that needs the help, the support. Think about that man, that woman that can't climb stairs, may have never been able to climb stairs, but 
Think about that man or woman that used to could climb stairs but can't any longer. You see, they're now going to be living into what I get to do. While some of us take for granted and we look at it as what we have to do. That's something for you to ponder on. Because in this life, I'm pretty certain you've hit and you've been hit with some personal or loved ones close with illnesses, losses, uncertainties, difficult choices, toxic relationships. Now, those can come in the form of coworkers or family. It could take place at work, at school, at church, organizations you belong to, sororities, fraternities. You get it. You understand. Be assured, my friend, God knows your way. He understands the burdens you carry. He's fighting every day for you right now. In this moment, as you're listening to this podcast, during this Wind Down Wednesday, he's already canceling out a plot that's been spoken against you. See, the adversary doesn't give up on you, just like God doesn't give up on you. But there's only one that was the creator of the life you live. And I know you think it's because you were carried in the womb where a man and a woman came together. Some of you may know your mother and father, some of you may not, but it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, God is the seer. He's the overseer. He knew exactly who you would be. He knew the vehicles in which he needed to be driven to bring you into this world. Okay? And I dare you. Nah. I double dog dare you to take a look, a glimpse at the big picture of life. Have you ever read your life script? Are you aware that this is not a dress rehearsal? This is not a drill. This is real. And sometimes scenes in our lives, they'll be added without receiving a revised script of life. You have to be ready. It's like being an ultimate, amazing improver. Every day you wake up. Yes, you may have it planned, written out. I'm going to do this. I got to go here. I have to pick up that. I'm going to see this person. I'm going to make this call. But think about this. I want you to ponder on this. If you have a planner. If you have a calendar. If you use the notes in your phone or your laptop or your iPad or whatever. And you make plans and you dates. I love dates, right? <laughs> we get 365 days a year. 366 on that leap year. And you either going to have 28 days in a month. Or you're going to have the maximum 31 days in a month. We go through seasons of life. Right? But at some point, it will come to a pause. Because life happens. And then at another point, it will come to a close. Like every good book. Like every great movie. Like every beautiful song. Like every life lesson. And that's when you will not be in this world anymore as we know it. What happens after we close our eyes for the final time? We know not. You won't know until it's that time. And when you know and find out. You won't be able to come back and tell us. Not in this life. So I dare you and I double dog dare you to just appreciate every second, every minute, 
Every hour, every day, every week, every month, every year, every decade, if you can. And the reason why I say that is because tomorrow's not promised. Now, that is too cliche, but that's a tried, true, for real, for real. I know I'm not the only one that has heard what I'm about to say, and I won't be the first nor the last to tell you this, but... um. You could be with somebody today and then get that call the next few minutes after they leave your presence or in the middle of the night or in the early wee hours of the morning or in the middle of the day the next day or and you'll look back and say, well, I was just with them. Everything seemed fine. I had no idea. I didn't see that coming. Hallelujah. Because we don't. Can you imagine how crazy we would be if we could pick the moment, not pick it, like choose it, but pinpoint better like a better choice of words, pinpoint the moment that we would lead this life. You would be insane. You would have to have a sedative because you would worry yourself. You would count down by the clock. Oh my God, at this time, on this day, let me be clear before I go on. That is an appointment, sir, ma'am, boy, girl, that you will not be late for. You don't have to make reservations for it. You don't have to say I'm running late. You don't have to get dressed for it because when it happens, it doesn't matter. See, it will matter to the people in the world because we're left here. But it doesn't matter to the ones in the realm above us. In the next life, in the next chapter, in the next journey. And I'm not trying to persuade you to go either way. Okay? I don't want you to do anything you're not ready to do. I don't want to lead you anywhere you're not ready to go. And I don't want you to go and do anything you're not drawn to do. I am only here to share what I, Teresa, TT from the D, have witnessed that I, Teresa, TT from the D, has lived and experienced along my 46 years here on earth. We receive grace and mercy daily. And in return, we need to extend mercy and grace daily. Who are you, sir, man, boy, girl, to not extend mercy and grace to others? Now, let's be clear. I'm not saying be nobody's fool. I'm not saying be nobody's flunky. I'm not saying dumb yourself down, but I am saying extend what's given to you freely. It costs you nothing. Because whether you know it or not, or you believe it or not, he stops by, he, every day to blow air into your lungs. And on the flip side of that, he must also stop by to remove the air from your lungs. At some point. See it's all about what you do. While you're here breathing. Your story is still being written. My friend. Now I know you're not Abigail. You are who he says you are. And so my question ends. In the question form. Are you living an Abigail type of life? Now let me take you over here. Here's the scripture you can look at. Samuel 1 or 1 Samuel 
25 through 35. Okay. Somebody is living in the overflow of their favor. And they don't realize it. I don't know if you know that your purpose is attached to someone in front of you. As well as someone behind you. As well as the people to your left and your right. How is that possible, TT? Because you're standing on his word. You're living your purpose. And the way I just described that, the front of you, the back of you, your sides, isn't that the shape of a cross? He died upon the cross so you and I could have life. Now, some of y'all going to say, that's some bull. I don't believe that. Okay. I'm Hey, hey, hey. It's not my job to make you feel that way, believe it or not. But it is my job to share what I believe just like you share what you believe. We could touch and agree that we disagree and keep it moving in peace and love. But that's the truth I walk in. Those are the faith shoes I lace up every day. Because I know how good he's been to me. I know the things he's reached his hand in and said, no, not today. Hallelujah. I know specifically a date. That he said not today. For a fact. But if I had been disobedient. If I had been hard headed. If I had a thought I knew. Because a lot of us think we know. When we don't know nothing. Outside of that unction. That spiritual warning. I wouldn't be here to talk to you today. You wouldn't know Teresa. You wouldn't know TT from the D. You wouldn't know me. I wouldn't be here. Some would have forgotten about me. And some might not have forgotten about me. But let me be clear. There is a man that will never forget about you. And that's God. That's him. Now. When I ask you, are you living an Abigail type of life? See, Abigail, she cared about others. A lot of times she sacrificed her own peace, her own happiness for the sake of others. How many times have you done that? I'll wait on it. You might want to get you a legal pad because I know if you're anything like me, if you're a human being, you've done it. You may not admit to it, but you've sacrificed your peace. You sacrifice your happiness. You've sacrificed your ability to stretch and grow, even leave where you live. You could have migrated somewhere else. You could have probably went to another state, but you stayed because of somebody else. So, yeah, some of you are living an Abigail life. And you just don't know it. As we go upon our daily journey, remember that life is a gift that you unwrap every single day. And it's a beautiful gift, despite the rain, the sun, the moon, the stars, the clouds, the thunder, the, the disasters that we see every day when we turn on the news or we listen to social media. The negative energy that you see and you get when you enter a room of people who are lost. And all you can do is pray for them. I recently returned from a beautiful trip with some girlfriends of mine from Chicago. And there was a man on the train. His name was Ron. And Ron was diagnosed with liver cancer. They wrote him off. And told him that there's nothing else they could do for him in California where he's from. And he came to Michigan. Some friends said, hey, come here. 
you know, there may be something they could do here, but just know that we're going to wrap you in love and they extended mercy and grace from what I understood from the story. Now, this man wasn't even talking to me, but I was a passenger on this train and I was sitting one row behind. And because I'm an empath, I tapped in quietly without him even knowing. He shared his story with two passengers to his left, although I sat behind. And although I wanted to get up and touch him and pray for him, the spirit said no, but pray for him. So I started praying from my seat. Although I didn't feel well, I still I started praying for him. When the rain, when the train stopped to drop him off at his particular destination along the route back to Michigan, I said, excuse me, sir, what's your name? He said, my name is Ron. I said, okay, my name is Teresa. I said, I heard your story. I heard what you said to those ladies. And I want to remind you that it ain't over until God says it's over. So you embrace every day and you keep living it. Because when they said there's nothing else they could do, it's always something else that can be done, just not within their ability. I said, I'm going to pray for you. When I go to bed tonight, I'm going to pray for you. I said, and as that young lady told you about her mother and her journey with liver cancer, everybody's journey is different. And I shared that mini tiny tidbit story with you because everybody's journey is different. What I'm saying to you might resonate today. It may not resonate at all. But I promise you, you keep on living as the elders say. It will one day, if you could go back in your Rolodex, your mental Rolodex, it'll resonate with you. And you'll say, I heard that somewhere. Yeah, you heard it on TT from the D Wind Down Wednesday. On this day. And you can apply it where it's necessary. There's favor over your life. I don't know if anybody told you that. But you have favor. The accident you walked away from. That near-death experience that you walked away from. That toxic relationship that you walked away from. You escaped from. That promotion you got. That new car, that new job that you got, that you prayed and you asked for. It's attached to mercy and grace and favor. That hookup that somebody gave you that made it possible. It's attached to mercy and grace. It could be because you're simply living an Abigail type of life. See, she knew what God could do and would do. Because he can do anything and all things. It says it in his word that all things work to the good. You're good. It didn't say some things. A few things. It said all things. And when you pray for something and you don't get it. It might be because you're not ready for it. When you pray for something and you don't get it. It might be because it's not what you need. And you can look back. And I'm sure some of you can look back. Not all of you, but some of you can look back and say, Woo, Jesus, I'm so glad that God didn't give me that. I'm so glad that that didn't work out in my favor. Because you received favor. That's why, my friend, it didn't work out. So, remember, your story is still being written. Now, you may not be Abigail. But who's to say that you're not living an Abigail type of life? I thank you for joining me right here on this Wind Down Wednesday. I hope that you will share this. And let me remind you, you are in the center of your life. Whatever that looks like. If you don't like it, fix it. Change it. It's not your husband or your wife or your friend or your relative or your family members or your coworker or anybody else's issue. It's not their job. It's not their place. 
If you're unhappy, fix it. Change it. You know what you need and want that you feel that will make you happy. What you waiting for? Go and get it. Make that change. So I thank you for tuning in tonight for Wind Down Wednesday. I hope that you will join me each and every Wednesday at 9 o'clock by logging on to ttfromthed.com or checking me out on Spotify or right here at www.anchor.fm forward slash ttfromthed. You can also check me out for a live stream show for Tap In Tuesdays every Tuesday, God willing, by going to www.streamyard.com forward slash Facebook. Logging into your Facebook account so you can share your questions and comments and chime in with me. Sometimes, most of the times I have guests because as I said before, I enjoy bringing on guests that's going to help inspire, encourage, and empower not only me, but you as well. Have a wonderful night.